What is going on? Uh, Jason Parks here for the Media Captain Podcast. It is just me solo today for episode 30. And Steph and I have been discussing it, and we're going to change things up a little bit. Every uh, maybe 20% of episodes, we're going to do solo podcasts where we just talk about a personal story that we've both gone through, either in the business ownership perspective or in the um, digital marketing world. So for any business owner out there, I'm sure you'll be able to relate to a lot of the stories we're telling, and you'll be able to learn things from a digital marketing perspective. So obviously, Steph and I love doing the podcast together, but we're going to try this out to see what you think. Um, So today I'm going to talk about how I got into search engine optimization, uh, SEO. It is a, um, can be a very, well, it is an extremely important uh, component for all businesses. Uh, That's obviously how well you rank on Google. Um, I've gone over this stat before, but the number one position on Google gets 33%, the number two position gets 16%, and the number three position gets 8%. So obviously, not only being on the first page is important, but being in those top three positions is extremely important as well. Um, So let's go back. Let's sorry about that. Uh, let's go back to how I got started um, with search engine optimization because really it's all about how you know I was able to get my hands dirty and learn the industry inside and out. But what I think you'll find interesting is I got thrown into the damn fire. Okay, so I had to help a billion dollar insurance co- company recover from a Google penalty, and I'm going to go into that uh, entire story because when I tell it to people, a lot of times they're fascinated by it, and um, yeah, it was very nerve wracking. It was stressful, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go into that. And before I talk about how I started working with the insurance company, I'm going to talk about how I started to understand search engine optimization. Uh, when I was in college and I went to Arizona State, I worked as a video reporter. Uh, I reported on the Arizona State football and basketball team. The way that I would get paid is based off of how many people would view my videos. Um, so I'd get like a base compensation for each story I did, but then I can make a little bit more if a lot of people viewed the video. Well, very early on, I started to realize that YouTube was kind of a, a beast. I would post the videos on YouTube. I would learn how to properly optimize them uh, with title tags, and um, you know, I'd get a lot of views. I'd be doing at the time was when James Harden was at Arizona State. I'd be doing interviews with James Harden. I'd optimize the title tags, and you know, it could have fifteen or twenty thousand views on a video. So at that point, I started to you know get somewhat obsessed with SEO. I never thought that I would go into the industry, but I was was very interested. I was also promoting these videos on social media, so really getting a good grasp on the digital world. Okay, well, fast forward to 2010. That's when I graduated from college. And, um, you know, I... before I started the media captain, I was selling promotional products for four or five months. You know, those pens that have the, the logos on them and the mugs, I was doing that. I absolutely hated it. So as a side hustle in the evening, um, I was trying to get clients to do social media work and video work for. That was primarily the two things I was focusing on at the time. Now, obviously, we do, um, we're full service, so we do development, design, um, all, all sorts of services from a digital perspective. But back then, my skill set was, was video and social media. So um, I picked up about three or four clients. I was doing it as a side hustle. And one of those companies was a, was a large insurance company, uh, an auto insurance company. And I was pr- primarily helping them with, uh, w- with video content. They had sports sponsorships. So I was helping them with their video content. It was a really cool gig. Um, um, once I started doing the videos for them, I was giving them tips on how to promote it on social media, and then they allowed for me to eventually run essentially their their social media marketing. 
Well, at this point, I had my foot in the door with uh, their marketing department, and I was eager and ambitious, so I wanted to continue to learn more. Everybody inside the marketing department, all anybody talked about was SEO, search engine optimization. I, I never even, even though I was kind of doing this in college with the YouTube videos, I didn't really know how big of a thing this was, and um, it was really big for them. So for the term cheap car insurance, they ranked extremely well. It brought in millions of dollars on a national scale, and I just was interested. I wanted to learn and understand how it worked. So uh, it's kind of funny, but the first thing that I did was I went to Barnes & Noble at the time, and I bought um, an SEO for Dummies book. I literally had no idea how it worked, other like what goes into search engine optimization. So I'm starting to read it, and obviously optimizing your website well is important, uh, you know, proper title tags. But one of the first things that they hit on was um, backlinks. And backlinks is obviously a hyperlink going to your website. Uh, so it's going from an external site pointing to your site. So if I, Jason Parks, write an article for entrepreneur.com and it links to the media captain, that is powerful because uh, entrepreneur is a powerful site and it's telling Google the media captain's authoritative because there's a backlink. So anyway, backlinks are, are important and I'm starting to realize this. Uh, and at the time, this car insurance company is working with a solo shop SEO company out of um, Boston. And I was able to get on these weekly meetings that they had with the SEO company. And there was a pretty PowerPoint presentation and everything was rosy, right? I mean, they were ranking at the top of Google. Everybody was happy. It was bringing them in a bunch of cash. Uh, and I asked the question to this SEO company. I said, can I get a report of the backlinks that you've been building? And amazingly, they sent it over to me in an Excel document. And it was a 10, literally this Excel document had probably over 20,000 hyperlinks, you know, some backlinks on it. And I was just in kind of in shock. And I said, okay, let me dive through this. And again, I I just read an SEO for Dummies book. My knowledge skill set on a scale of one to 10, was it like a, a, a one? So I, I'm going through these hyperlinks and they're not making sense to me. They all seem very spammy and I click into one and it's legit a Chinese porn site. And there's all of these sites that are foreign websites that I'm clicking into. And then, I mean, that for me raises a little bit of a red flag at the time. So obviously I, I don't know anything about web spam and Google penalties or anything along those lines, but I do know that, you know, just from common sense that, hey, this isn't making sense if the backlinks are going to these sort of sites. Excuse me, I'm taking a sip of coffee here. All right, so at that time, I then go, I set up a meet, I tell the head of marketing, I, and I tell him, hey, I think this is an issue. You cannot be building spammy sites. So he sets up a meeting with the uh, attorney at this company. I tell the attorney, and um, obviously I brought it to their attention, and you know it, it it was on their radar. But they're a big company; they have other things going on, and they're ranking well on Google, so uh, they kind of let it go by the wayside. Anyway, um, three or four months pass, and I was able to convince the folks at this company that, hey. This is obviously not a good tactic that's going on. This is very spammy, right? So then they eventually uh, fired this SEO company and they gave me the keys to the car. 
um, no pun intended because it's a car insurance company, but I was fired up, all right? I was uh, 23 years old at the time, and I am now essentially in charge of the search engine optimization for a billion-dollar national company. Um, all right, so anyway, it's been about a week and it's a Friday night, and I have my friend Ben. He's coming over uh, in my old apartment complex, Tavuli. He's coming over. I, I you know, I get a 12-pack, um, and I'm just trying to kill time before he comes over. So I uh, check my email, and in my email was a report from uh, Google Webmasters at the time, which is obviously now Google Search Console. I open up the report in literally every single keyword in this report has dropped over a hundred spots. Um, I went into a bit of a panic and I was like, holy shit, you know, what the hell happened? Um, and I was nervous because I thought that this company would think that, hey, Jason had the keys to the car, so he was the one responsible for it. So let's just say that was a very long weekend getting to Monday. Monday, I immediately set up a meeting with, um, you know, the head of marketing and other people within marketing and IT to let them know something has happened where I believe Google hit you with a penalty. Um, at this time, like now, there's so much information on Google penalties with uh, Panda and Penguin, um, and there's just experts that... Um, dedicate literally their sole job to helping companies recover from penalties. But at the time, back in 2011, um, this was like the wild west of, of penalties. Google was not transparent on this at all. Uh, so anyway, I set up the meeting with the company and at that point, um, let them know. And it was from that point forward, let's just say it was a, a year of hell for me. Um, the CEO of this company got involved. I had a meeting with him at least once or twice a week. So me as a 22, 23 year old out of college, having a meeting with the CEO of this billion dollar company to give him status updates on recovering from this Google penalty. What you don't realize is that there's nobody that you can talk to uh, when you're penalized by Google, right? Um, so it's not like Google AdWords where you can call in to 866-246-6453 um, and, and speak with someone about your ad campaigns. There, there's nobody that you can really talk to about this. So it was just me at that point doing a lot of research. Um, and looking back at it, it's kind of funny, but the CEO of this company literally was like him and the attorney, I'd have meetings with him a lot and they'd say, all right, Jason, let's get on a plane to Palo Alto and let's go to Google. Let's, you know, let's tell them our case. Well, guys, sorry, that's that's not how it works. Like even if you have are, are a billion dollar company, like that is not how it works with Google. So anyway, um, through Search Console, we got a manual, uh, we, we got a manual actions penalty for the backlinks that this old SEO company built. So um, at that point, it was pretty cool because I was going back and forth with someone at Google via email. You couldn't call them in. They don't give you any advice or any tips. They just kind of uh, say, hey, you have to show us that you're going to disavow these links. Um, disavow is a tool within Google Search Console that you can use to tell Google, hey, these links are no longer relevant. Um, Okay, so we started, first off, there are over, at this point, this company had built over 2 million spammy backlinks. Um, I did the math and I was like, all right, if I disavow 80 links, 100 links per day manually, um, I will be here until um, 97. Literally, it was something outrageous with the amount of links that I would have to disavow. Uh, so 
So after realizing that I'd have to dedicate the next 80 or 90 years to my life if I wanted to disavow these uh, these backlinks, I ended up setting up a meeting um, with with someone, with a developer internally at this company. And it was really cool because he created a uh, tool that would take my disavow file and automatically you know, and scrape all of these websites, find the, the webmaster's contact information and send them um, emails asking them to remove the backlinks. So you got to realize a disavow file is just something you upload. But Google at this point was telling me, hey, we need to see that you are taking the necessary action and, and putting the time in to ask these webmasters to remove the, the URLs. Um, so anyway, this is going on, guys, for, for seven or eight months. And um Finally, Google, after going back and forth with them via this uh, Google Webmasters at the time, they tell me that um, th that were cleared. Finally, it, we were cleared from the penalty and it was unbelievable because once we were cleared the next day, our rankings just skyrocketed back. And uh, yeah, and so that's, that's the story of how I got into search engine optimization. Um, those seven or eight months when I was 23 were stressful as can be. Uh, I, I mean, so as, a, and, and at the time, this client, by the way, was probably 60 to 65% of our, uh, of the media captain's revenue. I mean, that was when we had like five or six clients. So they were a huge account. And so I was taking this from a personal level as if it were my own business. Um, but yeah, that's how I got into search engine optimization. That's how I started to understand the foundation of quality backlinks. You can't have shitty backlinks going to your website. Um, and then obviously from there, I felt like any SEO project I'd, I'd be able to take on just based off of the experience um, from that. So I thought everybody would find that interesting. Obviously, how do experts, how do you become an expert in something? I mean, sometimes it's school, but in, I don't know, in digital marketing, it's really getting your hands dirty. And I could not have really had a, a worse experience in terms of from a stress level and also a better experience in terms of um, having to, to go through this process. So that then at that point, um, you know, I, I helped this company recover and it was at that point when I said to myself, you know, I know this, I know this industry inside and out and there's no reason why I can't, even for me at the time, a solo shop with my, with my sister, Stephanie. So it was the two of us running the media captain. And at this point, like I pretty much said to Steph, there's no reason why we can't be ranking ahead of competitors on on Google, uh, digital marketing agencies, even if they have 15, 20, 50 employees and they're here in Columbus, Ohio, there's no reason we can't outrank them based off of our knowledge. So once we helped this company recover from the penalty, we became very proactive with our own SEO. We did things the right way with building, you know, quality backlinks, contributing article content on, on high quality sites. And, you know, fast forward to the end of 2019 and that's how we get the majority of our business is is through search engine optimization um we have helped other clients recover from google penalties over the years and it's something that i just know really well uh there's all different types of penalties from penguin has to do with the spammy backlinks panda has to do with um you know duplicate content but pretty much every time that there's a penalty um people within the seo community give it a name so it's a it's a really interesting space there's like 
seven to 10 industry experts that really focus on on SEO penalties. And that's how I find out about these. But um, yeah, that's my that's my story of how I got into search engine optimization. Hopefully you find this interesting. And if you have any questions, let me know. And as always, we would love a review. So if you can leave a review for the media captain, that would be great. Um, thanks, guys.